The EP Podcast. Heard everywhere podcasts can be found. And always at theeppodcast.com. up to the nine foot homemade oak bar pour yourself a cold one my name is chris you're in my basement right here in evergreen park actually you're not my basement you're listening to a podcast but it was recorded in my basement and this is the ep podcast brought to you proudly by the first national bank of evergreen park you need a bank you can rely on one that knows your community and provides customized accounts and offers just for you count on the first national bank of evergreen park in that iconic building at 95th and Pulaski, a locally-based community bank committed to the people and businesses right here in Evergreen Park. And now when you open up a total access checking account, you get $300, a bonus in the account. Open it up today, bankevergreenpark.com slash total access slash EP, or just stop in and see the wonderful folks over there. $100 required to open, requirements to qualify, must use link to apply, member FDIC. Evergreen Park, welcome back in Olympian this past Thursday. Abby Murphy, who's been on this show several times, we even talked to her right before she left to head over to China. We've talked with her father throughout the Olympics. We covered the watch parties. We gave updates to everything as it was happening. And now the EP podcast myself, I was out there on Thursday night when Evergreen Park welcomed back their silver medalist with Team USA Women's Hockey Abby Murphy, Evergreen Parks Olympian. 92nd in Ridgeway, a big celebration, lots of people out there. At the end of the block that she grew up on, I wanted to bring you a little bit of audio from it. You're going to hear Mayor Kelly Burke. You're going to hear comments from Abby. You're going to hear Abby's mom on this. Lynn has been thanking all of Evergreen Park repeatedly for the support that her daughter has received. And you're going to hear the unveiling of a brand new street sign as 92nd in Ridgeway was renamed Abby Road. So let's take a moment and welcome back Evergreen Park's Olympian Abby Murphy right here on the EP Podcast. Let's give a big south side for our Olympic medalist Abby Murphy. Alright, so I, I just want to, we all wanted to welcome home Abby. We all lived through the Olympics and followed everything and just admired everything she did on the ice and in person. She is uh, not only a talented athlete, but a wonderful human being and a great example of sportsmanship, dedication, and enthusiasm and having fun at your sport. And Abby, thank you so much for everything you've done. You've exemplified Evergreen Park. You did us proud. There was so much love and support coming from 92nd and Ridgeway, from Barracos, from, from Redeemer, from Mother Macaulay, from businesses all up and down 95th Street, all through the village, signs, everybody decorating their houses, Village Hall. I mean, we all just felt like we were there with you. So welcome home, I hope you get a break, and we are so proud of you. Um, thank you, Mayor Burke. Um, I just wanna say thank you to everyone. Um, being in China and here and seeing everything back home, the love and support, I couldn't do it without you guys, and it's meant a lot, so thank you, especially being here on this cold day. It's freezing, so thank you guys. All right. 
do have a little special surprise for you, so we're going to walk over to the uh, street sign intersection, and we got a little surprise for you, okay? And this right here was the moment, the countdown, the sign pulled away, and Abby found out that her block was renamed Abby Road. I am standing with Lynn Murphy. I don't even want to get in there and talk to your daughter. She's got a million children standing around her here at 92nd and Ridgeway. But what would you have said if I would have told you when she was a little kid running up and down the street that one day they would name the street after your daughter? Oh, my gosh. Never. Never never would imagine in a million years that that, that that would be a part of our life at this time. I mean, how many times you tell your kids, you know, when they're playing sports, you know, just have fun. You're not going to the Olympics or you're not going to make the NHL. You're not going to make the NFL. Yeah, no. you, you were know. wrong. Oh, my gosh. I totally wrong. <laughs> you know, you know, you always tell them, just go out and have fun. Don't worry about it. But, yeah, this is just amazing. And having everybody here to celebrate it with in the community is just amazing. Like, every, everyone. We're just so lucky to have everybody. You know, I was, I was going to say that, like, you know, I've talked to your husband a bunch of times. I played softball with him. He was over with Abby a few times to be on the show. Uh, I, I really, I think the first time that we really talked for a while was during the the, uh, the gold medal game. Oh, yes, yes. And then I saw you get up there and thank the entire bar. And uh, and then you did it again here. You stood in front of everybody and you thanked them. And, you know, Murph, Murph has the quotes, you know? Oh, like he yeah, gets, yeah, yeah. He gets on TV and he says some things and everybody's like, wow, that's a South Sider. I know. But you, you've said the poignant things and you've, 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 uh, you've really made sure to, like, thank everybody in the area for, for coming out and supporting your daughter. It's almost like you feel a responsibility to get out there and say it to everybody, even though you, re- you really don't have to. Yeah, and, and, and you know what I say? I tell my kids that people don't have to say things that they don't want to say. People say things for a reason because they truly appreciate, they mean the things that they say, and I feel like when you say something, it, it means something. Um, so I, I just couldn't, I couldn't leave today without thanking everybody for all their support. We're truly humbled by everybody. And like I said, we do have an amazing block here on 92nd and Ridgeway. So we're, we're very lucky. Again, I keep saying we're lucky, we're humbled, and we cannot thank everyone for the support for, for us and Abby throughout these last uh, couple months. It's just been a great journey, a great journey. What's it going to be like uh, to deal with her now that she can point out the window and say this whole block is named after me? Oh my gosh, I'm sure the boys will put her back in her space. <laughs> the boys are not the the boys will knock that out really quick. So yeah, just yeah. So it, it, it won't it won't be short lived in the Murphy house. So it'll be right back to you know down to earth. But um, yeah, I'm sure she'll she'll have fun with it, you know. Uh, with her brothers and the family, but uh, yeah, it's great. It's great. I can't believe it. It's I, just so I, nuts. I I got emotional when I saw it. It was it was it was cool. Very cool. It's really awesome. You guys always have an, an invite to come on over and hang out with us over at the Nine Foot Homemade Oak Bar. And congratulations oh to gosh, to you and Abby and 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 Murph and just like the whole family. Thank you so much. I mean, you you've been always so good, like with with Abby and the and Ed and everything. And finally, I get to talk to you. Well, you know, I always I'm told her I'm like, one day you're gonna be an Olympian, and you gotta learn how to talk in front of a microphone I know, right? and she looked at me like I was crazy and, and Ed was like yeah, yeah that's why we're, happen, that's yeah. why we're talking to this idiot in his basement so, we are, <laughs> so you know how to do this when you get famous I know, right that's right that's, you, you said it right off the bat you're just so right I love it I love it I'm standing out here with Mayor Kelly Burke and uh, in the middle of uh, snow flurries you had a little event at 92nd and Ridgeway and people came out and you surprised even me with the naming of the street 
Abbey Road for for Abbey Murphy here, which I think is going to play havoc in the Murphy house because now the the block is named after her. She wins every argument because of you. Did you think about that ahead of time? I did not. I did not. But she seems like she can hold her own in that family. So. What, what did you think about how this has gone the last couple of weeks? She goes off to the Olympics, and it felt to me like the, the entirety of the village, whether it was a 7 o'clock in the morning game on a Tuesday or, or you know, the gold medal game that didn't even start until 10 o'clock at night, um, it just large crowds, people waving flags, the entire village behind her. What, what, did, what was your feeling watching this happen as the mayor? I was so thrilled for Abby and so thrilled for our community to have this to rally around. And um, it was it was just a uh, she's a, she's a, a great person. She's an excellent athlete and a good sports person, sportsman, great sportsmanship. So you were just so happy for her and the entire team. And it uh, really brought the village together. People, I mean, most of the people who got into it, they have never met Abby, but were so just taken. Um, and, you know, enthusiasm catches on, right? And, and so as people started talking about it, more and more people started getting into it and watching and decorating their businesses and putting their flags up at home. It was wonderful. How much did she figure out about what you guys were doing tonight before it actually happened? Because she's maybe one of the most modest kids I've ever met. Like, she may be, uh, like, furious on the ice, but, like, in private, like, this, she might have told you no if she would have known in advance. Yeah, I think if she had known that the gigantic... Uh, fire truck with uh, the lit up fire truck and the street sign and all that I think she would have said please don't don't do this <laughs> but but we we wanted to it's it's a it's a great achievement for her it's a great achievement I mean the neighbors on this walk have been so incredibly supportive of her not just for the Olympics but um, you know through time and this is where she learned to play so it's uh, totally appropriate to uh, to have that renamed Abbey Road it's so exciting Now time for your EP podcast, Word on the Street, brought to you by Cool Clouds Vapor Shop, located in Evergreen Park at 3837 West 95th Street. They want to help you quit smoking. It's hard to do, so maybe you can do it with the aid of Cool Clouds. Check out all they have to offer at coolcloudsvapor.com. Well, for the past month here in Evergreen Park, one of the big topics has been masking and masks on kids in schools. We already know what happened over at Queen of Martyrs when their principal, Doc Mathias, who we heard on the show after it happened, took masks off his kids before the Archdiocese wanted to do it. And we've been covering this thing for the last couple of weeks. Late last week, the Illinois Supreme Court decided that J.B. Pritzker was out of chances and they denied the last appeal by the governor to put the mask back on. And so he did the political thing and decreed that as of today, the day this episode comes out, he is now letting you take the mask off your children. Either way, it's a brand new day. Mask mandates, vaccine cards, that's all gone as of the day this episode comes out. And I say enjoy it, because you never know where they're going to make you put them back on again. I will tell you this, though. It meant so much this past weekend and Most Holy Redeemer in the church watching my son, Dominic, make his confirmation. And it was the first event in that church since my daughter did it two years ago in which things were normal. It's nice to see all these kids and their smiling faces once again. Talking about kids with smiling faces at Evergreen Park Community High School, 59% of their students made the fall honor roll. Wow, they got some smart ones over at EPCHS. 
And Ash Wednesday is Wednesday, meaning Fat Tuesday is Tuesday. So if you're celebrating Mardi Gras or maybe running out and getting yourself a Polish pastry, this is the week to do it. And big news from the village. Guess what's coming back 4th of July weekend? The Evergreen Park 4th of July Parade. It's going to be on Friday the 1st. going to be a big, big deal. And the EP podcast will be out there during the parade. We'll have more details, I'm sure, and talk to people from the village about the plans as they get closer. For now, that is your word on the street found everywhere podcast can be found and always at the EPPodcast.com. Building relationships, supporting the community, and service. These are the things that Country Financial stands for. They're more than just an office you may pass by as you drive through Evergreen Park. They're neighbors who lend a helping hand and support the fabric of your community, including charitable organizations, sports, financial education, and civic organizations. And since Country is already your neighbor, they want to get together and chat. Call your local Country Financial representative, Mike Thauer, today at 708-425-1559 to talk about the things that are important to you and how he can help you protect them. Sitting down here at the Nine Foot Homemade Oak Bar through the magic of podcasting, he's back again. Uh, we talked to him on Friday about his theater group. Doing and I haven't left. Old time radio uh, theater. And if you didn't hear that episode, go back and listen to it. It's on demand, just like every other episode. Anywhere podcasts can be found and always at the EPpodcast.com. Glenn Panuski from The Village is down here. And you have a different job now, my friend. I got, I got the word you are not in The Village Hall anymore. You're over at the community center. So who did you insult and why are you out? Oh, I don't insult anybody. No, but I, there's so much uh, going on at the village. Mayor Burke did the right thing when she came in. Uh, as a good leader, she kind of came in and watched or kind of took in what was going on, how the village hall worked for, you know, six, seven months. And there's obviously changes that she wants to, improvements that she wants to make. She wants more to happen, you know, throughout the village. And uh, what she really wanted to do was be promoting more so of things that the recreation department and the youth department and the office of citizen services are doing over at the community center. Uh, so I am now the communications director for that building. And then they brought in a young lady who I should introduce you to, uh, very soon. Her name is, uh, Stacy. Uh, she is handling the publicity really for, for mayor Burke and the village hall. Okay. Uh, she's also very proficient at the, um, at our website and Facebook she will probably do a much better job of it, you know, than I could because she knows this stuff. I remember that being a thing when Mayor Burke was down here during the campaign. That would that was something like I, I'm flashing back as you're telling me this. This is something that she talked about that she wanted to uh, get more involved with social media, more involved with getting information out to the younger generation, more involved with some of the other things that they're doing. So I guess it makes sense. You would have multiple people handling different things. You were basically doing everything before. And now you're you're going to concentrate on one aspect and somebody else is going to concentrate on something right. else. And it's going to give more coverage to the village. And the good thing, too, people will be glad to know that one of the re additional reasons that I'm over at the the uh, community center is that very, very soon, and we're all learning the software now, but before long to sign up for any of these programs, you'll be able to do it online with a credit card. And we're all in training well, on that welcome, right now. Welcome so to the 2000s. Right, Green Park. exactly. It, it it's had about to be time. Done, so it, yeah. it, it's coming. The one thing I've, I've been over there for uh, a couple of weeks, and really uh, one of the my roles over there is to really push how important that Office of Citizen Services is, you know, Beth Novotny is the director. She's probably one of the 
unsung heroes. I know. I would villain. love to have Beth on. She's very afraid of the microphone. I mean, you know, she it, knows it, this. I give her a hard time about it all the time. She sees me and I'm like, come on, Beth, let's talk about this. And she just looks at me like, I'm not doing that. Are you crazy? Well, she, it, her department more than any other department was probably the most affected by the pandemic because her constituents, I guess you'd say, you know, our adults and seniors who just couldn't come out. So she had to cancel, you know, the, the luncheons and, and so many of the programs that right. she's got. But we've sat and talked. There are so many things that she'd like to do. And I think part of it is when you say senior services, there's this image that goes through people's minds that, okay, seniors, okay, you have to be 75. You know, it's not true. Probably a better word is adult services. Well, they also you know, handle the farmer's market, they right? Handle the Office farmer's of Citizen market Services does a fa- farmer's market. And there's other things that they do that they are, are not going just to, seniors. They will yeah. be doing the memories to go right. uh, garage. So that'll be in September, you know? So, but there's just lots of, of things that she really wants to do. For example, like, like Paisha, she has that, the drop-in center for the youth department, the game room. Beth would love to do something like that. You have an evening at the community center where people can like drop into where the seniors can room. come in and play Fortnite. Well, you, you, but again, we're, we're saying seniors, but really I'm in my fifties. I'm considered a senior, you oh, know? Okay. So, I mean, it, we, I'm, I'm a 45 in May and I'm not going to call myself a senior for a long time. So you're, you're nuts. There, there, there are things that she'd like to do that would attract, you know, many ages. All so right, it, right. it, those are the things that we're working on. Uh, yeah, but please, I, I'm over there. I'm serving all of the departments. Uh, you know, Paisha, I mean, you know, she's a fireball. She pretty much, she's lit- got, she's got the youth department. Right. And right. there's little I have to do for her because I mean, she's, you know, she, she takes care of a lot she of things. She don't want herself. any of your guff and exactly she's going to do right. her own thing, Glenn. Tell me a little bit about what is going on there now, especially with the youth department. I've noticed that Paisha's put out stuff recently. It looks like that they're kicking it up a notch now. Uh, as we go into the spring here, as we see the world loosen up again, we're we're starting to see more more events that are going on for the kids. Uh, give me a little bit about what's going on over there, because I, I I think it's amazing. I'm sure she's excited right now because I have a text still in my phone from like the first week of January where she was afraid that she was going to have to shut everything down, and for her now at the back end of February, she never had to do that. And she's able to open things up even more. I'm sure she's ecstatic. Well, I think that the, the, could be said the same of all three of those departments. They've all got their finger on the pause button, ready to, you know, get, get cranking. She's got things. I know she's got, you know, some, uh, this roots and shoots. It's like, like a gardening thing over at, I believe, the uh, 50 Acre Park. Um, I know she's going to be planning things like bike trips. And, of course, kids can go into that youth center any afternoon. You I know, see like gym time is opening up now. Where right. They can She's do got stuff, her yeah. volleyball on uh, selected Tuesdays, I want to say. And then every Friday is her uh, open gym basketball. And she's always packed, you know, so she's she's been doing the right things. And like I say, rec department, you know, they I, 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 I got to give them a hand. Even during the pandemic, they had to continue with like the things like the preschool and they did what they had to do you know, to make it safe for the kids, and they love it there. Is there a main website where people can look up uh, activities that are going on over there, whether or not they be recreation department things for youth and adults or just youth department things? Like, how how could somebody just kind of get a good look at it? Is it is it follow your newsletter? Like, what's the best way? Well, there's there's a number of ways. You know, there is the website, evergreenpark-ill.com, which um, there is, that is going to be re- uh, revised, I believe, in the next few months to make it a little more user-friendly. Right. And then we have our Facebook page, Village of Evergreen Park. You can know, just sign up for that. There's also the uh, EP Office of Citizen Services Facebook page, the uh, Evergreen Park Youth Department. There's Evergreen Park Recreation. Those are all Facebook pages. So 
the easiest thing, even if you're not on, on Facebook or social media, is just drop a note to the village. I'll give you the email address, which is epinf at hotmail.com. Why is there not an O? I always want to I ask don't know. You this. That was before my time. Why is somebody it E-P-I-N-F? Like somebody forgot to put an O in there. And it, it should, should be, be. E-P-Info and it said it's E-P-Inf. I know. Can well, we, is E-P-Info taken by somebody else? That should could. I run out and get E-P-Info and then try to sell it back to you to make some money? No, because we'd lose too many subscribers, you know, because <laughs> if you send us an email at that address, you know, you can request to get on the uh, list for that that weekly email. Glenn Panuski from The Village stopping by. It's always nice to see you. Remember, uh, Glenn's Candlelight uh, Radio Theater is going on right now on The Village website. If you want to hear a sample of it, we did it on Friday. In case you missed that episode, you can go back and listen to it on demand. My friend, I'll talk to you soon. Thank you, sir. A pitcher of beer, a pitcher of beer, let's order. We're back at Open Outcry, and you know, this is the perfect time, John Brand, for me to come in this place, because right now, Mardi Gras this week, and then of course Lent starts. So what I'm going to try to do is I'm going to try to eat like a pig, and then I've got to find a place that I'm going to go eat when I have to eat fish or have non-meat because I'm a good Catholic boy and my mother yells at me. She reminds me every single day. She goes, Christopher, you're supposed to be fasting today. Christopher, you're supposed to eat fish today. She calls me every single day to remind me about what I got to do during Lent. Are there are there things for me to eat here besides cheese pizza for the next uh, four, five, six, 12 weeks, whatever it is? Yeah. Uh, tell, tell your mom tell your mom to head up the open outcry. We do, well, we do Lenten specials uh, every year. Uh, next, next week, for example, we're we're going to have uh, mahi-mahi tacos and, and salmon burgers. So uh, if you want to get Miss, if you want to get mom up here, uh, we'll, we'll have those for her. Oh, yeah. We'll, we'll get her up here for that. I like I like any kind of fish taco, but a mahi-mahi taco? How are they preparing the mahi-mahi taco? Oh, we're frying them up, baby. Ever since I lived in Southern California, man, I'm a big fish taco, seafood taco kind of guy. I'll be in here. And the fun thing about fish and fish tacos, like a salmon burger, mahi mahi tacos, there's there's a lot of fun beer beer pairings with those as well. You know what? Here's the thing I always thought someplace should do. On Ash Wednesday, something special if the person actually comes walking in with the ashes on their forehead. Because people rub them up all the off all the time. Like imagine if somebody came walking in, you're like, hey. You get to sample our newest beer because you got the cross on the head. I mean, like you'd have all these people sitting in here. You did the Catholics would be like, "Okay, I get something out of this now." Let me bounce that off the HR department first before <laughs> before we decide to give dis- discounts to, to certain discounts to just one religion. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, we'll avoid that. For one religion. We'll avoid that. Yeah, I'm just trying to get a free beer, buddy. Uh, let's talk about the beer that you're, you have here sitting in front of me right now. I've never had this before. I am a guy. Who likes ryes, but I have them sparingly. I didn't even know this was a rye until you told me. This is an IPA. It's definitely West Coast style because I can see through it, so there's no haze. And I've never had this beer before. This is one of the rare times that I come in here and you're like, try this. And I've never tried an open outcry. Tell people what this is. Yeah, we've done this a few times before. This is our uh, a, a, a traditional West Coast style IPA, but with rye. A rye IPA is a is a style that's gained a little traction in the last five, ten years or so. You don't see a ton of them, but uh, if you look for a rye IPA, you'll see them out there, and this one happens to be ours. Rye IPAs, um, spicy and bitter, that, uh, so it's aggressively bitter IPA, and then when you add the rye to it, it adds some spicy complexity 
to it as well. And the hops that we use in that are giving you, hopefully you're picking up some citrus and some pine notes in that as, as well. Right. Well, when you're saying spicy, it's definitely not like when you do the hot peppers. Like I'm not getting a heat. I'm getting like a just a little bit of a different flavor to it. No, yeah. nothing like that. Yeah, I should, I should be more clear. Spi- spicy in the terms of, uh, you know, that rye brings some uh, grainy, bready, spicy. That's how we use, that's the describer we use for rye and beer. But you're going to get that, that grainy, bready, spicy note. Almost accentuates the bitterness in an IPA. It's a, it's a fun drink. It's something different. Um, but it's bitter. What's this one called? It's called the Reverse Repo Rye IPA, and it's 7% alcohol by volume. It's really crisp. I think that's what I like about it. Like, I'm sitting here drinking it, and it's like one of those... Like, I like bitter beers. We've talked about this before. Like, I love the British ESBs. One of the one, You do a great one in here, okay? I mean, you do that IPO, which is basically an, an ESB. And, like, that is one of my favorite beers to come in here and just sit around and have a couple of them at the bar. I, it's one of my go-to inside of your place when you have it on tap. And so this reminds me a lot of that because I've always liked those those bitter beers. Is there something different when you're brewing with rye or is it just you change one ingredient with another ingredient and brew it the same way? I think the latter. Yeah, you add rye in the mash tun. You, you pull out some of those rye-based spicy notes, bready notes, grainy notes, and it contributes those flavors to the beer. But you do that on brew day in, in the mash tun. That's awesome. That's awesome. That's really cool. It's just one other thing you got to go out and get in the supply line, right? Yeah. You're like a brewer goes, hey, I got to go get some rye. And you're like, oh, get the truck. It's time to go get some rye for this guy. Rye is one of those that there's plenty available. There's a, <laughs> I'm not aware of any supply chain issues with rye right now. The rye, uh, the rye market is strong. Wait five minutes. There will be one. That's how the last couple of years has gone, John. You never know. Ukraine could literally be the number one pro- provider of rye, and you don't even know it yet. It seems that way. We're going to run out of rye, and you're going to run out of microphones. There's a microphone. <laughs> Phone supply chain issue right yeah, now. Yeah, I'm sure there's, there's a supply chain issue with everything. I'm going to tell you what there's not going to be an issue with. March 13th, Southside Irish Parade. This is one of the spots to be, especially because you got that rooftop. So I would imagine people are going to love to see the parade from up there if they're going to be able to get up there. Is it going to be ready for them by parade day? Oh, yeah, for sure. We're taking the, uh, I just ordered the crane. Uh, today is a matter. That's of good because I remember last year you you took two months. You were begging on the podcast for anybody that had a crane because you couldn't find a crane. You have a crane though this year to get that stuff off the roof. Yes, the crane the crane has been secured, so we'll we'll, we'll get everything off the roof here in the next couple of weeks, and we'll uh, we'll we'll prepare for parade day. I got to tell you, we're really excited. We talked about this. Uh, the last time we spoke, because the news had just came out that the parade is coming back. And it's really exciting because, well, first of all, the economic impact of the parade for the street is incredibly important. But I'm just happy for this community and this neighborhood and the south side to be able to have this event back. It brings everybody out of their house. I think that's what we need right now. We need everyone to get out of their house, reconnect with their neighbors, have some conversations on Western Avenue, drink some beer, catch up with everybody, and reconnect as a community. And I think that this parade will be a good way to do that. So hopefully we have great weather and everyone gets out and enjoys uh, the the parade and um, chatting with their neighbors again. You know, I've got friends coming in from out of town. We're going to hit a couple spots on Western, including yours. We'll be in here. Are you going to be here or are you driving the truck? So we're going to be driving the the, the 1948 Ford's going to be in the parade this year. 
and you're driving it. And I'm driving it. Will you be back afterwards? I'll be back after. All right, good, good. I want to make sure that we yes. we have a beer on uh, on on St. Pat's on uh, for the for the parade. You you're doing the speculator with green, right? I, we were just we just had that conversation yesterday. I'm unsure yet. I don't know if we're doing green speculator or not. Irish stout maybe. The Irish stout was brewed the, earlier this week, so our Irish stout will be on on parade day, and we're excited about that. That's the Black Shoals. That beer was we brew that beer once a year, and it sells really well. Yeah, I'm going to want that on parade day. I'm more of a stout guy than the green beer guy. So I'll be in to have the stout on parade day the 13th. And then, of course, if you like that parade, guess what got announced just the other day? For the first time in several years, the Evergreen Park 4th of July parade is coming back on July the 1st. To open outcry, I might have to get in that parade as well, all the way down 95th from Pulaski to to uh, Western Avenue. Like that, that might be your second time out in the truck. You might become a parade veteran, my friend. Maybe. If, if Mayor Burke wants us to drive the truck in the parade, we will do that because whatever Mayor Burke tells us to do, that's, that's <laughs> what we do. If Mayor Burke wants... The 1948 Ford in in the Evergreen Park Parade. I would be happy to do that. She might ask to just sit in it with you. Like that, she might be like, "I'm doing the parade in the Ford." That, that might that would be a big that'd be a big break, right? You get the mayor and the Ford going down. I'll get in there as well. Maybe we pull maybe we pull a podcast studio behind it. The wheels are turning right now yes. for me. Yeah, and it, we can put Mayor Burke can 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 stand in the bed and wave to her constituents as long as the first gentleman Terry is sitting next to me in the passenger seat. I'm sure he would enjoy that ride down the street. All right, so we've got this great bitter. Uh, give me the name one more time. It's called the Reverse Repo Rye IPA. We do this once a year in, in uh, late winter, early spring. Yeah, get yourself a Reverse Repo before it's gone. It's excellent. If you're a beer drinker, you're going to love it. They've got the Lenten menu. Can't wait to come out here and get myself some Mahi Mahi tacos. I know you're doing the salmon burger as well. And then we've got Parade Day on the 13th. You're a busy man. The world is opening up. Are you raring to go here this spring in the summer? We're getting antsy. Yeah, we're, we're looking forward to a normal um, a normal environment where we can get back to, you know, running this business like we were doing before the pandemic and improving our business every day so that we can provide one of the best dining and um, the best dining and beer experiences on the South Side. That's our goal. And that's what we're, we're, we're very anxious to get back to that. 109th and Western, open outcry. John Brand is a good friend of mine, and uh, I'm sure if you bumped into him, he'd become a good friend of you. Uh, he's He literally knows everybody that comes walking into his place, it feels like. And just bring cigars. We'll smoke them in the back. <laughs> another show is wrapped up. Another show's in the books. Another show is wrapped up. And then by the looks, it's going to be a good one. And we'll see you next week. And the nude is Another show is wrapped up, another show is wrapped up, another show is wrapped up, and it's in the books. Another show is wrapped up, another show is wrapped up, and by the looks, it's gonna be a good one. Nudie's Basement, broadcast, Basement, the Nudie's Basement, the Broad Basement. Slancha. The EP Podcast. Heard everywhere podcasts can be found and always at the eppodcast.com.